Welcome back to the Psyche Awakening. I'm your host, Jessica Clowers, and this is our final episode of Season 1 discussing how to identify your success blockers. Today we are getting rid of the fears, phobias, and toxic habits that we have identified this season that have been blocking our path to success. Let's talk about fear. Fear is a belief that is associated with something that you consider to be unpleasant. Fear is how our subconscious mind alerts our conscious mind there is a threat or a presence of danger. It's associated with emotions like panic, anxiety, and fright. These emotions are what we consider to be negative emotions and they are also what ignite or extinguish our actions. The intensity of a fear can vary in strength and is often associated as a phobia. For example, an extreme fear of spiders might be considered arachnophobia. Although the level of intensity that is associated with one fear, such as spiders, might be very strong, such as arachnophobia, that does not necessarily mean that you have a phobia. A phobia is an extreme or irrational fear. Just because you might have a fear of heights does not necessarily mean you have acrophobia. A fear of heights might mean that you simply just don't like heights and you might even avoid them. But if you must fly on a plane, for example, you will go and not like it. Acrophobia would be avoiding heights at all costs or passing out once you get on the airplane because you just can't stand the sight of the heights. Now, your arachnophobia may not be affecting your career success unless you choose to work in a natural environment that is more prone to having lots of spiders. There are other areas in your life this phobia, for example, might be affecting. Like, for instance, if you would prefer to be more adventurous in nature, but your fear of spiders is what stops you from doing so because you don't want to go explore the forest with all those creatures out there, this is just one example on a very small scale of how your fear of spiders might be affecting the fun or entertainment areas of your life that you would be open to doing if it weren't for this particular fear. The first step in managing your fear is to identify all your fears. Some of the most common fears or phobias are of heights, flying, open spaces, enclosed spaces, insects, storms, dogs, needles, and germs. We all have these physical things that exist in our world that we fear, and then there are all those invisible things that lie just beneath the surface of our physical body inside our psychological self. We have common fears of rejection, failure, change, uncertainty, getting hurt, inadequacy, and the list goes on. You may have even identified some new fears by listening to some of the episodes this season. Have you ever been really excited about doing something such as starting a new business, maybe advancing in your career, or starting a personal project? And just as you start to formulate your ideas into a plan, there's this little devil that shows up on your shoulder and starts telling you all those reasons why you should not proceed with your plan. Start listening to all those words that devil is speaking to you. Write them all down because this is the only time your fears ever have the balls to confront you. Any other time they occupy your thoughts, it is you who is confronting them. The truth is, your fears are in shackles and they are 
all prisoners inside of you and only you. You are their master and they shall do as you say. So let's look at the reasons why we fear things. You were born into this world as a book with blank pages. And all you know is what you have experienced in your lifetime in this world through your sense of sight, hearing, touch, taste, and smell. Your fear is either something you have experienced personally, something you have witnessed personally, something you have heard about, hearsay, or something that simply does not exist at all, which is rare. Let's say that you have a fear of rejection. That fear did not just appear for no reason at all one day out of the blue. Let's say that the reason that you have a fear of rejection is because you spent time working in telemarketing and you were constantly exposed to negative feedback. There was something within that feedback that you took personally. Maybe you were yelled at frequently or called names by these people who don't even know you. Constant exposure to energies that we refer to as negative create negative vibrations within ourselves. So let's say that you absolutely hate your telemarketing job and you can't understand why your coworker loves their telemarketing job. So your coworker may have a completely different mindset about their job than you do. Maybe they love their job because it allows them to sit at a desk all day as opposed to working hard labor as they may have in the past. Or maybe the negativity does not affect them in the same way because their mind is more focused on higher goals and opportunities as opposed to any of the feedback they were receiving. Maybe those individuals don't find it as difficult to deal with some of those challenges, or maybe they just have a special way of transmuting those negative energies into positive energies. For example, um, dealing with an angry customer on the phone who hangs up satisfied from the conversation as opposed to still angry. Fears of rejection in this type of business can result in fewer sales, which means less income for that individual. Maybe. There are smaller fears within that fear, such as fear of talking on the phone or fear of speaking. It's possible that you have simply exposed yourself to your dislikes for so long that you have manifested some of your own fears. So the second step to getting rid of your fears is confronting your fears. And I'm not necessarily talking about going to the extreme and becoming a contestant on the Fear Factor reality show or anything like that. I'm talking about reviewing all those things you wrote down when that devil on your shoulder spoke to you. Did he say things like, well, what makes you so special? Or, you're not good enough at X to do Y. Now, pretend you are the lawyer defending your client against this devil on their shoulder. Find a way to argue every statement that devil makes. Let's say that he told your client they were not good enough at X to do Y you're going to find every reason why your client is good enough at X to do Y. If your client needs more credentials to be considered the expert, list those credentials needed and explain how your client is fully capable of obtaining those credentials. Let's say the devil asked your client, what makes you so special? Explain how your client is just as special as anyone else who is doing X or Y. 
we are all here for a purpose and we all have our own free will of choice in all of our opportunities. So another example, there is not a celebrity on this planet who is any more special than you or me. Every single one of them is a human being just like you and me. In fact, I can think of plenty of reasons why a celebrity might envy the life of you or me. Could you imagine not being able to go out into public without being recognized by almost everyone? Not to mention how many of those people who recognize you are going to approach you. Celebrities are also grateful for the simple things in life, such as privacy, when they do get it. There's always positive and negative in every situation. It's simply just a matter of how you want to perceive your situation. So if the root of your fears begins with something that you have personally experienced, you should be focused on everything you have learned from that situation and how it has made you a stronger person today. Next, we are going to transmute your fears. So if you survive the experience you are afraid of, you've won already. You are stronger than that experience. You now have the tools you need to successfully get through that type of situation. You pass that lesson and you are moving forward in this journey we call life. We all go through situations that we consider unpleasant and our purpose is to learn and grow from these challenges in life that we will face because we will always face them. If we are not learning and growing from our challenges, we are living in them. And this stage occurs after you experience an event that causes a fear and your thoughts and emotions become attached to that particular situation or event where you almost feel stuck to it or stuck in it. For example, let's say that you have been in an intimate relationship with someone for five years and you discover your partner had been cheating on you. This causes an abundance of negative feelings within you and you spend the next several weeks or so asking yourself, what is wrong with me or why am I not good enough? It is in these moments of low vibrations that we develop new fears. Fears of being cheated on again, trust issues, low self-esteem, maybe our confidence took a dive, or we now have fears associated with our own self-image or sexuality. When we talk ourselves through situations like this, asking ourselves, why us? Why, uh, why did this happen to me? We are asking the universe to show us why, and therefore we can often find ourselves in the twilight zone where it feels like we are stuck in a vortex of pure hell. Maybe it keeps happening to us over and over again. Our thoughts and emotions can be so strong that we manifest our own fears into our own reality. <clears throat> For instance, if you have been cheated on in the past, there's a good chance that you might have suspected it was a possibility for your new partner to also exhibit the same behaviors as your ex. Some of your own thoughts or emotions related to your intimate pain might sneak out in ways that you do not necessarily notice, but they are picked up subconsciously by people that you interact with. Whatever we focus on is exactly what we ask the universe for. So if you are focusing on that time that you were cheated on by your ex, the law of attraction will bring you another cheater. 
if we're focused on self-improvement, the law of attraction will bring you all the resources that you will need to help yourself. There are so many circumstances where I hear about what people do not want in their life, but when I ask them what they do want, they can't necessarily give me an answer because they don't really know what they want. Some of these people tend to feel like they're just floating along day by day doing the routine thing with no real direction, and some respond by stating that they already have everything they want, therefore they really don't know what else they would want in their life. If you don't know what you do want, focus on that. Think about everything that you might want in your life, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Make a list and make it big. What are some of your goals? What are some of your dreams? If you are already living your dreams, you are still here living. So you are here to make more dreams, bigger dreams, bigger goals. How could you be living your life to its fullest? So fear is something that we don't necessarily get rid of completely. Fear is something that we learn how to manage, kind of like stress. It's like driving a car and approaching an intersection. Fear is the yellow light. It represents proceed with caution or stop. When the intersection is clear, we can proceed through yellow. And if our path of travel is not clear, we stop. In life, we are approached with situations that might initiate feelings of fear. And this, this is when that little devil comes out to sit on your shoulder. This is your caution symbol. Listen to what that devil has to say. If he is putting you down, be that lawyer and put him in his place and proceed. If he's telling you that you will be hit by a bus, you might want to stop. You are intelligent enough to know when to use your own common sense. Remember, you are the master of your fears. Stopping in your own footsteps when your fears put you down is when you enable your own toxic habits of listening to the devil who wants to block you from your own happiness and success. Ask yourself, what emotions do you experience when you think about your fears? What opposite emotions would you rather be feeling? What can you do to feel those positive emotions when you think of your fears? This is not a trick question and it may take a little bit of time. Put time into yourself to become aware of your own fear factors. You deserve to be the master of your own signals. I want to thank you all very much for tuning in this season. Next week, I will be taking the week off as I have some personal business matters that I need to take care of, but I will return on Thursday, February 14th for a very special Valentine's Day episode that you don't want to miss. Have a great weekend.